Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
Greetings, welcome to episode 57 of the Spookatorium. That was Megaptera with Someone's at the Door. And that sample that the title is taken from is uh, from an old TV show called American Gothic that I always thought was underappreciated. And for probably far too long on the rare occasions someone came to my door, I would respond like the creepy kid on the show. Um, I've been meaning to go back and watch it to see if it was actually good or if it just seemed good for mid-90s television, but I remember liking it. And uh, Gary Cole, pre-Office Space, was the sheriff who was also uh, creepy, if I recall. Anyway, uh, before that, uh, the show opened with Halba and Modern Way to Die off of their Time of the End EP. Uh, in a little bit, I'm going to try and dig into some of the creatures of Latin American folklore and urban legend. Uh, that's something that gets overlooked in comparison to the various European folklores, and while I have read some of the mythology, I wanted to revisit it. I did very poor in high school Spanish, so apologies if my pronunciations are terrible. My Spanish class name was Pepe, and Pepe es muy mal en español. Uh, before that, though, this is, um, what is this? This is Silent Scream with Stepford.
That was 2W with Never Bend. Uh, before that was Rotting Yellow, an Arizona band that I stumbled across the other day and really like. And that track was Reflective and Headless from the Black Barbed EP. And opening the set was Silent Scream with Stepford from their uh, Carry and Screaming release. Mind your fingers and toes as we step to the carousel of cryptids and creeping things that lurk throughout history and along the back roads that stitch your neighborhoods together. In past episodes, I've touched on this a little bit. The, uh, the Yate Vio was referenced in the episode with the man-eating trees. And I know way back in the early shows, I did something about Argentinian gnomes, but I wanted to go back and look a little closer at some of the folkloric creatures of South America uh, and Latin America beyond uh, La Llorona and El Chupacabra, who have both achieved B-movie status at this point. Um, The first one, El Cuero, is a lake monster, reported to reside in the Lago Lacar in the Andes near the Chilean border. The thing that's interesting to me about this one is that it's not a Nessie or a serpent type creature but said to be more like a a mutated stingray with a large eye stalks and is said to suck blood through a protruding mouth in its midsection. Some have also said it has claws along its perimeter to grip its prey. The name means cowhide, and this is because when it's laying flat, it resembles a splayed cow. And there is some speculation that this and the huke huke uh, may be the same thing, but it's described similarly, but the the huke huke lacks the proboscis mouth. Uh, there are variations that also incorporate suckers, like an octopus that has numerous eyes, Um, Science speculates people may be seeing an evolved version of a freshwater stingray, but there's no concrete evidence in the form of a body to confirm the El Cuero. The Pishtaco is an entity of the Peruvian Andes who, in many regards, has become something of a serial killer urban legend. But the first reference to what the Pishtaco was capable of goes back to the 1500s and the Inca's well-placed wariness of the Spanish. Uh, Described as often looking like a white man in a wide-brimmed hat, leather jacket, and boots, the Pishtaco is said to lure victims for the purpose of eating and stealing their body fat. The fat that the creature doesn't consume is sold for chicarones, which is basically pork rinds, if I'm not mistaken, or for medicine or beauty products. It's a fear deeply rooted enough that there are instances where villages in the Andes have refused food aid because they believed it was a ruse to fatten them up for nefarious ends. Uh, El Barraro is a darker Colombian take on a Brazilian Curupira entity, and the name translates to the pale one And they are said to be tall as trees, pale-skinned, and covered in black hair. But before you start picturing Sasquatch, they are also said to have their feet backwards to confuse their prey, giant pendulous genitalia, 
and no knee joints. This means the primary means of escaping it is to knock it over because it has a difficult time standing up. Uh, it gets victims in one of two ways. Uh, the first is that its urine is a lethal poison or it will squeeze the victim to a pulp and then will drink the pulp through a hole it makes in the victim's head. Uh, but you can bribe it with tobacco, apparently. Uh, one more. The abuhuku are said to exist in the Colombian rainforest of the Amazon. They are associated with disease, spirits of the dead, murderers, and with the realm of darkness. Hairy and foul-smelling, they have a face on the back of their heads as well, and their bodies are said to be sticky to prevent people from escaping their grasp. The abuhuku will cut a hole in the skull and suck out the innards and then leave the husk of skin hanging in a tree. There's also an element of the changeling concept with, with them because uh, it is said that the, the male abahuku will kill mothers and abduct children to raise as their own and become like them. Uh, the upside is that they are said to be easily outwitted and the smoke from burning peppers will drive them away. And when they are killed, it's believed that they turned into sloths. Um, there were scads more interesting things that I found. And maybe I will revisit this again at some point. Um, but for now, uh, this is In Death It Ends with Element.
That was PBK, a project that I have long appreciated with uh, Hope Lost Dying. Before that was from a collaboration between the Circular Ruins and Mystified. Uh, that was Forbidden Planet. And opening the set was In Death It Ends with Element from the Analog Witch 2 release. And the guy from In Death It Ends is, uh, what's his name? Pearl from Rosetta Stone. And that stuff is all instrumental electronics, but you can still hear it in there sometimes. Uh, up next, this is Oak.
program exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here. I was laying in this totally dark room on this bed with this strobe light over my head in the dark room and, and this machine, you could hear this machine just grinding and running and running.
They had all the little wires in my head with the little clay and, and whatever. And they were measuring and they were asking. I was laying in this totally dark room on this bed with the strobe light over my head in the dark room. And, and this machine, I could hear this machine just grinding and running. And then they would ask you questions. And then when you would answer the question, they would want you to put your teeth together to short the machine out. So they, they would ask, they would go, that's when they would ask, you know, do you, does your hand your feet feel like it's no longer part of your body and then they would turn the strobe light on and that thing would start flashing real slow and then it would go faster and faster and pretty soon all you would see is two giant pinwheels just colored multicolored wheels on the ceiling going in opposite directions and then the whole bed is floating That was Endura with Biomechanical Soul Journey, and before that was Oak with Wakani Sin Redrick Engine, something like that. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. To seal the gate this week, how about uh, Exit Electronics, another of Justin Broderick's fine projects? This is Bruised for Life. <laughs>